Hey there, and welcome to a new episode of Trading Talks. And we're here, as you probably guessed, to talk about trading. Shocking, right? We're going to share insights, use technical analysis, value specific assets, and analyze how they react to recent market events. My name is Sam Noor, market analyst at eToro, and I am ready to talk trade. Are you ready? Let's go. This podcast is for information and education purposes only and should not be taken as investment advice, a personal recommendation, or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. This material has been prepared without taking into account any particular investment objectives or financial situation and has not been prepared in accordance with the legal and regulatory requirements to promote independent research. Past performance is not an indication of future results. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of Trader Talks, where today we're focusing on how you can improve your trading via the use of a trading journal. Before we get going, please do remember to like, share, subscribe, give us a rating. Uh, It's very much appreciated. And also let me know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, if there are any other videos you want me to cover. And on that point, if you are watching on YouTube, there's a link in the bio to listen on the podcast. And if you're on the podcast and you want to follow along, as there are slides as well, uh, you can click the link to do so. Just before we do get into it and cover, well, what exactly is a trading channel? I just want to set the scene. So I started trading back in October 2014. Uh, I was trading multi-assets, futures. The first ever trade I took on the demo was uh, a short S&P 500 trade, uh, which didn't go too well. The first ever live trade I took was a short fund for nine ticks. I made 90 euros and and thankfully had a little bit of beginner's luck at the beginning. However, what happened after, say, three, four months is I was actually winning or what felt like I was winning more trades than I was losing, but my profit and loss after starting pretty well had dwindled and I was floating around zero PNL, sometimes negative, sometimes a little bit positive. And it wasn't until I started really recording my trades that I was able to see how I could improve, to see where I was going wrong, to see my strengths and weaknesses. So what happened was I would review all my trades, the past ones as well, because of course you can put those in, And what I was finding was I wasn't sticking to my plan. There's a little bit of profit uh, in a trade and it didn't do something for a while. I would get out of that trade early. Whereas on the flip side, I'd be more likely to hit, uh, let the trade hit my stop loss. So what would happen was my win percentage would be above 50% quite easily. uh, But my winning trades wouldn't count. And it wasn't until I did my analysis that I said, well, what would happen if I just didn't interfere in my trades, if I stuck to my plan, and my profit would have been so much bigger than what I was doing. So with the help of the trade journal, I was then able to see, well, look, stick to your plan. And then I developed a set of rules. And the rules were, you know, if x happens, then I can get out of the trade early. But if not, I'm going to stay in it. And after those three, four, five months, of sort of mediocre performance it wasn't until i had this trade journal and took it very seriously that i started to see significant improvement so definition of a trade journal is a tool used to track the trades you are taking i think many of you would have got that right anyway Uh, and there's a quite a good quote here investing 
without keeping a journal is like sailing without a compass. You may have a general direction, but you're bound to lose your way. So this episode isn't just about trading, but it can also be so relevant for investing as well. So we'll go through some of the benefits. We'll talk about the analysis that you can do, uh, how it can be used for risk uh, management and, and so on. But some of the benefits are that it can improve your discipline. So whenever I do the courses at eToro or whenever I've mentored someone, I always say there's two real key, key things that make a uh, successful trader. And and one is self-awareness and the other is discipline. So if you can improve that discipline, that's already a no-brainer. You can track all the trades that you've taken uh, to identify different patterns, different mistakes that you're made, uh, that you've made, and also where those areas for improvement are. So in my case, it was I'm coming out of trades way too early. I'm uh, maybe reacting to news when I shouldn't do, uh, and I can then use my trade uh, review uh, journal. Sorry to work on those areas of improvement. Don't do this or do that. Have a bit more patience. Another benefit is that it can enhance your decision-making by analyzing those past trades uh, to learn from successes and failures. It can then lead to more informed trading decisions. And this is what we want. We want to get to a point where one, our trading becomes a little bit autonomous and we're doing the same thing over and over because we know it works. But in the build-up to that, we've got to get to a point where we know what's right for us and we need to review each trade. And, and one of the things we need to review and a benefit of a trade journal is actually managing our emotions. How did I feel in that trade? Did I actually feel, you know, a little bit nervous, a little bit uncomfortable because maybe I had too much risk on the table or did I feel absolutely fine? And the trade, when I do feel fine, the trade is more likely to go well. So you're, you're taking all of this information and you're, you know, you can sort all your, you know, the columns, if it's an Excel sheet or on Word, you can put it all together, or if it's written down, however you want to do it, you know, put categorize all the trades that you felt well, and see the results, all the trades that you didn't feel too good, and see the results, is there anything in common? Can I then use that information going forward? And of course, with a trade journal, you can monitor your progress. Uh, over time, you can set goals. It might be that the beginning of the year you were winning 55% of the trades, but there's probably about 10% of the trades where you got in when you shouldn't have. There were reactionary trades, there were emotional trades, there were revenge trading trades. So the goal you can set for January uh, for February is you know to increase that percentage of winning trades or to decrease the amount of silly trades and of course the different journals um, that you have can show you different information there's paid journals out there and I'm absolutely not an affiliate of one called Edgewonk but I know a lot of traders that have used that uh, and it automatically will show you information like how long have you spent in winning trades to losing trades, all of that kind of thing. And, and that information is pretty useful. Uh, I have a, an, an Excel um, trade journal, which I'm more than happy to, to send to people to send me on, on, on Twitter and I can send that over. Um, Sam North 07 is my Twitter. It's also in the bio if anyone wants to click it. Uh, other things to consider then, the, the analysis, it can help us analyze trade setups uh, you know, we want to document the rationale behind each trade. So when I 
was using my journal, I'd I'd obviously say whether I went long or short. I'd uh, document the the time of the day, uh, the product I'm trading, the strategy I'm using, and the reason that I got in. So time of the day, why is that important? Well, I used to, and, and I've said this before, I've been to five, 600 traders in, in, in person. And there was this one trader who only traded the S&P 500. And we had our weekly review, still very early on in his, in, in his trading career. And we were sitting down going through his results. And he was saying, Sam, look, I, I, I just trade the S&P 500 so well in the afternoon when there's volume, but I just struggle so much in the morning. And by the time he had finished speaking, he knew exactly what he was going to do or what he was going to avoid. If you're really bad at trading something in the morning, but great in the afternoon, don't trade it in the morning. No one's forcing you to trade. And sometimes the most important thing about trading and investing is actually knowing when not to do something. So that information is vital. The time of the day that you're best. Is there a product at a certain time that you're good at trading? Is there a certain strategy that you use at a certain time that makes you a better trader or worse, equally important information. Also, we can review our execution, our entries and exits, our risk reward. You know, how do I enter the trade? Am I putting orders? Am I getting in at market? How do I get out of the trade? Do I get out manually or do I have orders set? When I do one or the other, is my performance better or worse? And this information is critical to improving. Now, can you be a, a successful trader without ever, ever have used a trade journal? Sure. But it's going to help increase or decrease the time to consistent profitability if you are to get there by having this journal. It's just a helping hand and it's free to use. Why wouldn't you do it? And actually what I found when I've mentored people and got people to use it is that by having a trade journal, they are filling that out and they're actually not getting into trades that they shouldn't be. So it can be really helpful for that as well. Uh, but of course, with the analysis, we are we can identify good patterns. Is it days of the week that we're better at? Is there a day of the week that we're really bad? Is there a certain period in a year that you're not good at or a certain market at a certain time, a certain strategy with a certain risk reward? All of this information is so vital. A lot of people find they're very conservative with their take profit. So it's always important to review what happened after I got out of the trade. Did it continue to go in my direction? And if you're seeing that seven out of 10 times, for example, you can draw the conclusion that you are being too conservative, that you're leaving a lot of profit on the table. On the flip side, it might be your trades go into profit for a considerable amount of time, but then you get stopped out. You're being too aggressive. Reduce that uh, target and then you start to see different results. And also with the stop loss. You know, how, how you know, would your stop have been still triggered if it had just been a little bit less? Are you giving it too much breathing room? You can actually, you know, through analysis, actually reduce your stop loss size and therefore improve your risk reward. All of this, so, so helpful. I can't stress it enough how important a trade journal is. And, and I, I did a tweet maybe a year, two years ago, just asking people, um how important they believe a trade journal to be and it was 70 percent. and i and i I really believe that 30 percent. obviously why i can't prove it the 30 percent that said no are either uh, already know their strategy and have used one 
uh, or just, you know, have, have maybe not done too well. And, and it, it, it really can benefit you, I have to say. Uh, moving on to risk and money management, obviously, we can look at our trade journal to see our position sizing. We can record the size of each trade. Already mentioned the risk reward ratio, the stop less, uh, stop loss levels, and we're really sort of ass- assessing the effectiveness of our risk management, and and that's obviously one of the most important things. As I said, discipline and risk management comes in that. You know, am I risking too much? Is my risk reward good enough? And by the way, when I say good enough, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to have like a three to one risk reward. It's the risk reward that works well for you. Many traders I know will have a risk reward of one to one. For example, they risk $100 to make $100. They just have to be right more than 50% of the time to make money. Now, as a new trader, it can be uh, helpful to have a risk reward of, say, two to one. And therefore, you don't need to win every single trade. And, you know, if you win 33% of your trades, you're going to be break even. A little bit less um, pressure to, to to win every trading. Sometimes that can be helpful. But once you get to a point where you've got enough data to analyze, what's the right risk reward for you? Remember, we want to get to a point where trading becomes boring. We're just doing the same thing over and over again. We can also assess our, our risk tolerance. Talked about the emotions earlier, and it's very important to document how comfortable we felt with those different sizes and risk levels and stop losses, which did you feel most comfortable with and uncomfortable, and then move your stop loss accordingly. Trading is about finding out what works for you. Remember I said self-awareness and discipline. This is that self-awareness point. What do I feel comfortable? Me, when I first started trading, I really didn't feel comfortable in volatile markets. And so the S&P 500 around a cash open, oil around the open at 2 p.m., gold after data. I was drawn towards these markets because I, I felt as a beginning beginner trader that it was all about getting in and out very quickly. And I couldn't have been more wrong. It's about doing what's right for you and analyzing my journal, uh, seeing the results proved to me that in those conditions, I don't perform well. So guess what? I don't trade like that anymore. And also, of course, we're reviewing. We're reviewing our trade management, evaluating how effectively I manage those trades, including if I adjusted any levels, got out early, scaled in, scaled out. Uh, And remember, you know, create your set of rules. And if your rules do not change, if your rules don't come into play, stay in the trade. And I used this example before and I'll say it again. Let's just say you're you're on a train and you're meeting all your your mates in uh, in, say, five stops time to go to a party or whatever. Uh, and then in two stops time, you get off the train. Your mates can be like, why did you do that? And it's like getting out of the trade early. Why? Why did you do that? Whereas if you're on that train and your friend rings you and says, Hey Sam, um, there's a, a fire where we're we're meeting. So we're actually going to meet you know, two stops earlier, then you get off the train because your rules have changed. And that's the same with trading. If your rules haven't changed, stay in it. Do yourself justice, review, review, review after. This is talk about psychology. Uh, We've already talked about the emotions, the self-awareness, but it's very important to document the emotions and mindset, how you felt before, during, and after trades. And if you get into a habit of doing this, 
you know, you're not always concentrating exactly on every single candle movement. I know many people that when they're trading, they get out of trades too early because they're watching the screen the whole time. If you've got your plan in place, your stop loss, your take profit, you don't need to be watching it. Yes, you want to react as quickly as possible to something. But if it's a news headline, you're probably not going to be quick enough to react to it anyway. And there's only so much pain we can take as traders. So review this emotion. And did it lead you to doing anything else? You know, I, I, I have a good friend who's learning to trade at the moment and they struggle with getting out of trades too early because they're watching it. And I said to them, well, look, get to a point where maybe you check every five minutes and then every 10 minutes and every 15 minutes, build that up. And what they've seen is their performance increases because they're spending less time trying or getting influenced by what's having happening on the screen, despite their actual plan. So identify emotional biases, recognize common biases such as fear, greed, overconfidence. How do you perform after winning trades? How do you perform after losing trades? How do you perform after a really good week, bad week, good you know, winning streaks or losing streaks? Are there any patterns here? For me, after a winning trade, 15-minute walk. Me, after a losing trade, 15-minute walk. I'm not getting in a trade straight away. Because if I do, it might be I feel like I've got free money after a winning trade or I've lost and it's like, I need to get in. I need to make that money back. And believe me, it can get you into a very, very vicious cycle. I've seen it happen to, to many people. And at the beginning of my trading career, it almost happened where I did a bit of a revenge trading uh, sized up bigger to try and make a loss back and if you know and I didn't have a stop loss and at the time it was the most stupid thing I've ever done but luckily the trade came back to where I got in pretty much straight away and I realized the error of my ways and I got out but if not because of that revenge trade I could have blown my account up now I punished myself and didn't trade for about three four weeks because I was emotionally wrecked from that moment and and since then I would never ever day trade without a stop loss also let's track that personal growth you know documenting your your progresses managing emotions and maintaining a disciplined mindset over time how has that improved as well and you're tracking that along with your performance uh, as well and, and look there'll be many times where you, you've got something going on in your personal life you don't feel in the right mindset or you even just physically don't feel great Either don't trade or at the beginning, you know, make a note of that. And does it affect your performance? You know, once when I was trading, we had a uh, a, psych, uh, a psychology person, a, whatever. I can't think of the word. They come into the they came into the trading floor and they were like, your posture's all wrong. Sit up properly. Get your breathing right on the train on the way in. Make sure you do breathing exercises and your posture is good and I actually did feel so much better for doing it uh, and it you know might have improved my performance a little bit but at the very very top end remember we are competing against people doing this for a living here so we want to be in our optimal mindset and what is that for us journal tips then um, look you've got to be consistent you've got to be consistent don't cheat yourself don't say oh I didn't really want to get in that trade so I'm not going to jot it down you're cheating yourself it's going to help you by seeing all this information. You know, those trades where you didn't really want to get into, why did you? And that's how we can then avoid that going forward. So regularly updating it, whether it's before you're in a trade as well as during and after, or it's just after, whatever works for you is, is the best thing to, to go for. You've got to make sure it's accurate and therefore we can make it comprehensive. Be specific, you know, 
time, whether you went long or short, the result of the trade, the product that you're trading, uh, the strategy, the reason, how long did you hold your winning trades, your losing trades? Did you stick to your plan? How did you feel emotionally? All of this can just create be created yourself on Excel, right? All the different points that you want to record, you can do so. Like I said, there are paid versions out there. And if you want a free version, I've got an Excel document that you can have. Send me a message. But yeah, be specific. And then we've got to review it. Got to review it. Now, per strategy, you're probably going to want at least 20 trades. The more data you have to review, the better. It might be that if you're just starting out, give it three months or give it six months and then really review everything, but track all your trades. Another thing that I found to be quite useful or have seen people that have said it's uh, been useful is they also take pictures of their trades. Uh, so if you're doing it on Excel, each trade has got a picture. If you're doing it on PowerPoint, whatever, you've got a picture. So you can refer back to it and see, okay, well, that's why I went in that trade. Okay, this is similar to that. That's really different. Why did I do that? And you're just recording all this information because we know what it's like. If you look back at something one week ago, two weeks ago, you might not remember without a graphic example. But yeah, use technology. So whether that be Excel, whether that be uh, on an online journal. I mean, look, some people just love pen and paper, and that's absolutely fine. It's what works for you um, that you should be focusing on. But look, I hope you all found that useful. Um, I can't stress enough the importance of a trade journal. Let me know if you use one. Let me know if you don't as well. And why don't you? That's what I want to know. I promise I'm not going to have a go at you uh, in the uh, in the comments. But until next time, hope you all uh, have a good week and trade safe. Take care, everyone. You have been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, use eToro.com.